0: Welcome to the first episode of Confessions of a PYP Teacher. My name is Lou Gerlach and I work with an organization called Think Chat. And I'm so glad that you were able to um, join us for a few minutes um, to talk about our confession number one, teaching requires a purpose. Do you know what your purpose is? Have you really thought about it? I remember as a new teacher, my purpose was to save the world one child at a time. I was a child of an educator, and inside of me was this mission um, to be the educator that saved children because I knew that a solid education was the only way to get out of poverty and to make it into the world. And I wanted to be part of that cog that led toward change, which is why I went into special education. And time went on, and about my fifth year... I thought I'd, you know, I have this pretty figured out. My purpose was to share my brilliance with the world about education and to my students. And then I began working at a PYP school. For those that don't know what PYP is, it's the primary years program from the International Baccalaureate, which is also called the IB. A lot of acronyms. All you have to know is that the IB, what it stands for, is International Education, helping children to look at issues that we face, regardless if you're in the United States or somewhere else, but look at it from a global point of view. And also connect our learning by not having separate subjects, but by teaching all of the subjects together to get kids to understand big ideas. So I'm entering into my first PYP experience, about my fifth year, and then it happened. I'm working with a German teaching partner in a bilingual, interreligious, vegetarian school, begin teaching the PYP, and I realized I didn't know as much as I thought I did. And I lost, or maybe found, my purpose again. And going through the PYP, it made me realize that what I thought was the correct path or my variance from the path was actually what Kyleen Beers, who's a very well-known literacy consultant, where she, claimed, where she coins this phrase called literate illiterates, that we're teaching children how to read but not necessarily to love to read and to read for pleasure. And I found myself going through these motions of teaching, and the PYP kind of woke me back up and made me realize that my purpose was to get these young minds to think differently about the world around them. I was a whole new teacher all over again. And then about seven years in the PYP, going from Cologne, Germany, and then um, moving to Dubai. I was gathering all of these wonderful experiences. These kids were really being pushed. I felt like I had a strong understanding of the philosophy of the program, which we'll talk about in later sessions of what those components are. I felt like I had it together. I was one of the favorite teachers kids would you know, comment on Facebook years later, show little portfolio items of what we had learned. And my purpose during that time was to share this passion and love for lifelong learning with my students and vice versa. So naturally, after 11 years of teaching, I returned back to the U.S. to be closer to family, and I entered into public school. And I hadn't been in a real public school setting my whole time as a teacher. I had started off in special education, which was kind of cushioned and protected, and then I went abroad. So you can imagine I'm coming on fire about the PYP program, and I come to another PYP school, but it's in a public U.S. school. And I crumbled. And I felt like that first-year teacher again because I had to now navigate between my developed passion for the PYP and standardized testing. It was so traumatic, I started to question everything about myself. Why was I a teacher in this broken system? How long could I remain in this profession where children were being pushed to the wall to get a a decent ranking? So that teachers could be incentivized and be able to keep their jobs. And all of these experiences combined continuously made me reevaluate my purpose. And I'm very grateful for them because it kept me humble at those moments when I felt like, yes, I finally have it in control. The universe kicked me on my bum and told me, no, you don't. Ha ha, cruel joke. And for the longest time, while, I've been, while I was mumbling through and trying to find my path through public school, I couldn't grasp my purpose. And what's really interesting is that time of greatest confusion, I watched a video that changed my course. It's by Simon Sinek, if you've never seen it, a TED Talk called How Great Leaders Inspire Action. And in this video, he discusses what he calls the golden circle. He utilizes this construct to help discuss what are the common traits that all leaders who've been successful have possessed. They all have one thing in common. They began with their why. And what their why is, is their passion. So all great leaders who've been successful, like the Wright Brothers, like Martin Luther King Jr., all of these people who had a great vision and were able to get people to buy into their vision, started with the why. What do you believe and what is your goal? They were able to articulate that from the get-go. Then they were able to tell you how. How... Are they going to achieve that goal, their passion, their why? How are you going to get there? How are you going to do that? And then they were able to tell you the what. What needs to be done and what is our proof that we've done it? So imagine I'm in this shroud of disbelief returning into a system I don't know. And all of a sudden, I meet Simon Sinek's Golden Circle. And it provided such clarity of asking me different questions that pushed me in a completely different di- direction. I could have sat there and wallowed in my self doubt and in fear and frustration, but this was a game changer in my thought process. Because I had finally found a framework that aligned with my thinking. Don't get me wrong. There were many challenges I faced while navigating public school and my passion for inquiry-based learning married with concepts. And I struggled with that for quite a long time. But what got me through was this constant going back to the golden circle. And it changed my, once again, my role in my thought process as an educator. So the questions that then shifted to my unique situation is whenever I would get feel down and in despair, I'd ask myself, why did you become a teacher? That's a very profound question to ask. Why did I become a teacher? Being a child of an educator and being in my mom's classroom All the time when I was growing up, I knew that I wanted to help other kids who were struggling, to love learning. That's why I became an educator. And the question that I switched was how, for the how, how are you sharing this passion every day? So if you became a teacher because you wanted to help other children, How are you doing that every day? So think about that in your own classroom. How are you showing your passion every day in your classroom? I'm sure you're doing it, but are you sharing that with your students? Sharing that this is your passion and this is how I'm sharing you my passion. Because that right there is how kids develop and make connections become independent learners when they see you modeling the process and them applying it to their situation. And then the final is the what. What evidence do you have to show your passion? And to me, the evidence that's most profound are your classroom walls. Do we see, when we walk into your classroom, do we see Varied experiences and visible thinking going on where kids are articulating and processing their thinking and it's showcased in the classroom so that they can go back to it and refer to it. This right here, my friends, is inquiry. And when I was able to get a grasp on the golden circle And ask these questions honestly to myself. It really helped to align, or I should say realign my thinking and get me back on track to my original purpose, which is why I became an educator in the first place. And I know it will help you too. So this is the first step, friends. I want you once again to take a moment and answer these three questions. Why? Why did you... I become an educator. How? How am I showing my passion every day? I'll give some concrete examples. What? What evidence do I show in my room that shows my passion? Take some time to do that right now. And if you're a visual person like me, I'm going to take this blog post and put it into writing. I'm sorry, this podcast. I'm going to put it into writing and put it onto my website, which is thinkchat2020.weebly.com. I hope you enjoyed this first episode, and we'll gladly see you in the next. Have a wonderful day, and remember... Hold on to that passion.